Welcome to the Mixed Morning Show. I'm Corny Rempel. It's 810. It's minus 15, windshield minus 21. We're headed to minus 2, and we're actually going to be going into the plus temperatures a um, little later on into the week. Now, whenever I have uh, Education Minister Kelvin Gertzen on the air, we're always wondering, what song do I <laughs> lead with as I bring him in? And uh, the question that is on so many people's minds, how long? Uh, Mr. Education Minister. <laughs> That's hard to know now, isn't it? I, I brace myself. Every time I hear the song coming in, I never quite know what it's going to be, Corny. But it's always appropriate. Maybe well, not always true, but always appropriate. Yeah. I'm not going to, just so you're just so you're clear, I'm not going to lead with, you know, we don't need no education. Yeah, I was ready for that one. I was yeah. actually ready for that one. Next time. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> so... um you know, we, we, we laugh and this is a hard this is a hard time for a lot of parents and we don't want to make light of the fact that we're going to remote learning. Uh but a lot of people have a lot of questions and I know it starts tomorrow. Um and, and that's one of the big questions that was on people's mind. If this is so important that we close down the schools, um why not today? Why are we still getting together today and starting tomorrow? Yeah, so when talking with public health, I mean had they felt that the schools themselves were unsafe and it isn't an issue of the schools being unsafe or transmission has been relatively low, but rather that there's so much transmission that's happening in the broader community. We heard the statistics of 40% uh, last week in terms of test positivity, that they're trying to you know, reduce that activity, that movement within the community more generally, and schools are a part of that. But schools themselves inside the schools haven't proven to be a strong source of transmission. So that extra day was seen as being important for Students get ready, get their packages ready, connect with their teachers, maybe get some few things out of their locker for, for the next couple of weeks and, and be prepared for the transition. But of course, they wouldn't have opened the schools on Monday if, uh, if they felt from a public health perspective that, um, that they weren't safe to do so. Well, I know that some of the schools um, are, you know, of course, all, almost all, if not all of the schools have had some positive cases in the school that were um, brought in, not transmitted in the school necessarily. But um, I think a lot of schools were struggling keeping staff going because um, a lot of a lot of the adults that are running the show, the staff had to isolate for whatever reason outside of the school. And uh, how do you still run the school when you're half staff? And so that, you know, we sometimes forget, right, that the operation of the, of the healthcare system, the operation of the education system, it's not just about, you know, ensuring that those who are in the facilities or in the schools are staying healthy, although that, of course, is, a, is you know, the, one of the most important parts of it. But everybody who is operating those facilities, healthcare or education, have to stay healthy, too, or it starts to be problematic for the system. So absolutely, there's no question that we're seeing within the system struggles and stress on the availability of teachers, substitutes, other uh, professionals and other support staff who are working in the schools. That's a real strain and a real challenge, and we have to continually look at that, not just from a health perspective, uh, but that's very important, but the operation of the system itself. How do we continue to keep the school system going? Because our goal still is, on a general level, to keep schools open until June. When we come back, we are going to address the question that Charlie Puth asked just a few minutes ago. How long? We're talking with Kelvin Gertzen, our education minister. 
It's the Mix Morning Show. It's the Mix Morning Show. And we are joined by Education Minister Kelvin Gertzen. Uh, I know that this is a very stressful time for education ministers, health ministers, healthcare workers. I mean, there are decisions. You often have to be the bearer of uh, what is often taken as bad news or tough news. Uh, so that's got to be stressful. And then you made things even more stressful. You've got a new puppy in your house. Do you not like sleep, Kelvin? You know, we uh, we lost our dog, our, our miniature dachshund that we had for 14 years. We lost them, um, you know, earlier this uh, year. And it was really, really challenging for us uh, as a family. But uh, we, yeah, made the decision to go in and get a, a Jackapoo puppy. Uh, he's only been here three days, but so far it's, it's been really good. Uh, hey, we all need some some encouragement in our lives. And so this is ours for now, but talk to me in a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. You, if you can get through the, the whining time and the and the not sleeping at night time. Um, and, and you named it after a president. Yeah, we named him Reagan. Uh, so, you know, uh, I, I've always been a long-time fan of, of Ronald Reagan, so my, my wife and my son indulged me on that one. <laughs> we, we call him 40, number 40 for short. Number 40, okay, 40 fair, fair enough, fair enough. As long as you're not getting, like, all of the presidents, like a full collection of dogs and all the presidents' names, that could get a little... Yeah, I don't want to go through dogs that fast, but no. I don't get every president. <laughs> no, no, or that many. Okay, let's get back to school, uh, Calvin. Uh, today, of course, uh, students are back in class um, and, uh, you know, getting ready for remote learning, which starts tomorrow. Um, now, even though this was a bit of a shock to the school system when they got the email on Friday, they have been preparing for this. Yeah, not only have they been preparing for different scenarios, but they've really been acting them out. So at different times and in different schools, you know, cohorts have been, you know, going home and being taught remotely for a couple of weeks. So this isn't like March where, you know, it's a complete shock to the system and there's no preparation. Really this ongoing, you know, at home learning has been happening in some ways throughout uh, Manitoba, even since the beginning of the school year with schools open because there's been a lot of you know, immune-compromised students maybe at home or this cohorting. So bigger scale for sure, disappointing for all of us as a parent or the education minister, but hopefully for a relatively short period of time. Well, let's talk about that, short period of time. Um, do we have uh, kind of a benchmark? What, like, what are we looking at here? So it'll be driven by, you know, again, because it wasn't driven by transmission in the schools, it was more of a community concern. There was so much transmission happening in that Hanover area. It'll be driven by those public health numbers. So public health makes a decision about when schools you know, move up or down in terms of the color coding system and what that means for the schools. Uh, and so that'll be the same here. They'll continue to watch the, the um, numbers in terms of test positivity, Hopefully those numbers start going down and then that'll positively impact, you know, the ability to have schools return to normal. So, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be long term, uh, cause we all want our kids back in school as much as possible. I want that as a parent. I want it as an education minister, uh, but we'll follow the public health advice. And now schools are not closed, correct? Yeah, they're not, they're not closed. So that's a good point, Corny, because, you know, people might be driving by and seeing activity at schools and going, well, hang on now. Like I, I, my son or daughter isn't able to go. So unlike the spring, uh, there's been a, the schools, the preparation part of it, critical service workers who've already been surveyed by the Hanover School Division, you know, before this have been identified who they are. 
they can, if they have no other uh, child care options, bring their kids to school. They'll continue to get uh, instruction there from teachers. So that'll be no small number of students. They'll be in the hundreds for sure. So, you know, you'll, you'll still see activity at school, even if your son or daughter isn't necessarily able to go at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and and if you're not sure if your family or your child falls under a category of you can still bring them to school, just simply contact the school. They'll, they'll walk you through it and they'll explain whether or not you'll be able to have your child in the building or not. But for the majority of people, uh, unless you are an essential um, worker, um, you'll be having your kids at home. Yeah, they will have contacted the school administrator of contact you already, but if you have questions, contact them. But, you know, those who are, you know, in the healthcare field, childcare workers, law enforcement, you know, they will have been uh, connected with already to ensure that that they aren't able to get because we need those people still at work, right? And uh, and they will have had that contact already. Okay, um, we're we're almost out of time here, but I got just one more quick question. Uh, they talked about extending Christmas break. I know this isn't part of that plan, but they talked about the possibility of extending Christmas break. Um, Beyond this, is there still a plan for that, or what are what are your thoughts around that? Yeah, so a number of uh, consultations have happened. I think we need to have a decision made on that um, by the end of this week. Uh, again, it's less about the health issue here and more about you know the structural system of the school. So there are a lot of struggles with making sure we have enough teachers, subs, um, and and just being able to keep the school system going well. We want to keep it going till. June as much as possible. So does extending the break either, you know, before Christmas, after Christmas, or a combination of that, does that help maintain the school system for a longer duration? That's what's being weighed out now with um, stakeholders and others, and we should have a decision, I hope, uh, by this week. Excellent. Education Minister Kelvin Gertzen and our local MLA, thank you for what you do. I know that, um, I know that these decisions and these announcements are not easy. So um, whether you... Not easy, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Have a great day. It's the next morning show.